0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.
1: Yes, here on a Monday morning breakfast with Vossi, we're here for Brighton's Lawyers, the workers' compensation experts, protecting your future. Keep the number handy Brighton's Lawyers, 1-800-848-848. And we're here for 4D Doors, Garage Doors Redefined, 4ddoors.com.au. But on a Monday morning between 8 and 9, it may be the best radio all week. Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns join me. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse Shop in Store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. The challenge for us in the next hour is to try and fit it all in. There are just so many topics to address. The serious, the controversial and the weird as well, because I'm gonna throw at the boys, the story that's come out of England this morning. A bloke on a moped has done a tour of all the towns and places with rude names. And I'll see if Maddie and Cameron can contribute to this discussion, but he went to Ass Hill, Sandy Ball's Holiday Village, Piss Hill, Titty Ho, Willie, Peter Stone. It goes on and on. So that's to come in this hour of the programme. Maddie Johns, Cameron Smith, Cameron, good morning.
0: Good morning, Bossy. How are we going? I I must say, I I haven't visited any of those places in my time in the UK. Sandy Balls Holiday Village. Sandy Balls. It just doesn't sound like a nice place to spend a holiday, does it? He called it the
1: Moronic Moped Marathon, but it was for charity. He had a mate die of cancer and he said, look, I'm going to do a tribute. I'm going to go to all these places. It finished in Bellend. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's an amazing story, oh, oh, I'll wow. keep your oh, Maddie Johns. Bell I'm end. sure we'll buy into it. But Maddie, how you doing on this Monday morning lockdown, oh. Larry? How are you, vote? How are you, goat? Going well, boys. Going well.
2: <laughs> Sandy balls, unbelievable.
0: <laughs> I remember, right? I remember. We there we used go. to go. Uh,
2: oh. We used to go to. Uh, used to call Middle Rock Caravan Park, right? it 's changed now it 's up at Port Stevens, around one mile beach it 's over the other, if you get a one mile beach there at Port Stevens, just over the headland there 's another beach it was Samurai. anyway, mm-hmm. the old man we, we parked the uh, the caravan up and we walked over the sand dunes about you know, five hundred eight hundred meters and as we got over the other side, you know it was the nudist beach and um, yeah, we stayed there for about at that caravan park for about three or four years. great memories. <laughs> And uh, but it just made me think of that place when you said about Sandy Balls because uh, i tell you something because you always <laughs> think about you, you think about nudist boots, and the first thing that comes to mind are these fit you know, bodies, um, <laughs> yeah, Sandy Balls, uh, um, <laughs> gravity, <dravenies.
1: laughs> <laughs> yes, you always think, you came at it, all right, because you've uh, gone straight on the attack on this story, I'll give you a little more. So, his mate dies of cancer, he said, I wanted to do something. Uh, you know, to raise money, so he called mm-hmm. it the uh, moronic moped uh, moped marathon. So, the places he visited, and he took photos in all of them, and it makes for a great book. It should have been a movie, a documentary. But he went from Ass Hill to Sandy Balls Holiday Village to Piss Hill to Titty Ho to Willie Penis Stone Upper Thong Cockfield <laughs> Ogle Cockermouth Clitheroe and Bell's Inn. He took photos. <laughs> he took f- photos of streets um, called the Knob in King Sutton. He took a photo at Butthole Lane in Shepshed. Um, what he also went along to Cockpole Green in Berkshire. I think this is great. Jesus. People are going to follow in his footsteps. This bloke's a pioneer. He's like the he's the new age explorer. He has put together yeah. a journey that I think we all need to do. It's like the, yeah. uh, the Christian yeah. pilgrimage. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. I don't think there's much religious connotation to it, Maddie. But yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Any odd places you've been to, Cameron, on your your tours into no. the UK? That you went into any of those little villages with
0: these quirky names and No, none. That's that you what you I was. that's what I was saying. I'd, I'd, I'd I've had uh, three or four tours over, and uh, oh, probably more. Sorry, uh, to the UK, but I, I never found myself in uh, Bell End. Mm. No. Or Sandy Balls. No, I never found myself <laughs> in those areas, mate. Or, or Titty Ho, or <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> All right, fellas, no. we'll
1: move on with it. But there you go. is uh right rude name place to, I think, a fantastic concept. Well done. Now, let's get down to business. Serious issues. Um, it's hard to go. But, like, the, the Latrell Mitchell story and Trent Robinson's reaction and everything that's followed is massive, massive from every angle. First of all, I'll go with on the football front. Without Latrell Mitchell, Cameron can South win the competition?
0: Yeah. Oh well, yeah, Vossy, you, you can't. It's hard to sit here and say they can't win it without him. Um, you yeah, know, they're a great football side, and they've still got some wonderful players involved. But it just makes it harder, doesn't it, with Latrell not there? Given what he brings to that football side, and it's not just the skill that he brings to the side. It's, it's the it's the Latrell factor of him just being in that in that side, and and that 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 works two ways. And and i um, you know, Matthew. I hope he backs me up here. But, you know, with Latrell bringing in that football side, it, it gives all of his teammates so much confidence around him that he's, he's there, he's on the park. Um, if, they, if they need a spark, you know, he's there, he's their X Factor man. And then conversely, when he runs out in the field, the opposition look up and go, geez, you know, Luttrell's out here. It's going to be so much harder for us today. Well, he's not there now. We know that. He, he will not be there for the remainder of this year. All right, Matty,
1: Latrell Mitchell, not in South Sydney. Have you still got them as as genuine... Well, put it this way. If they get mm. to the grand final, that's still a possibility. Can they win it without him?
2: Makes it hard. You know, yeah, as Cameron said, you, you can't say that... You know, put it this way. Blokes like Cody Walker... Adam Reynolds are going to elevate their football. Mm. Uh, Damian Cook, I think they'll probably change in some ways the way they play. Try to get Cookie going again out of dummy half because he's been fairly quiet compared to previous seasons. It it just makes it so hard. As Cameron said, it's the intimidation factor. It's the belief he gives all the other players and like the the other night uh, he went to the sin bin and suddenly it's 24-12 and Wayne has to Mm. reach to the bench and get Adam Reynolds back on there to stabilise the side. So... Yeah, it's, geez, it's a, uh, it's a big one. I can't remember a round of football, Vossie, that had so many big moments in it and
1: upsets, Mm. just everything happened. Drama. Like, I mean, one, watching it live, fellas, did did you think, well, straight away, I mean, crackdown or no crackdown, it's probably, probably a send-off, you know what I mean? But the fact that we Mm. had a crackdown, could you believe that he wasn't sent off? I mean, it was gobsmacking.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was I was very surprised he didn't go, given given what we've seen, particularly earlier in the year. And and I, we'd mm. spoken on this program, Matty, about it, uh, uh, Vossi, sorry, in those early rounds about, well, I think they've overreacted a little bit. and Can we find some common ground? But this, these are the tackles that we're talking about, the clear-cut ones where he's gone in with, well, he hasn't gone in to, you know, to fracture no. his eye socket, but he's gone in of with course. plenty of intent to be physical. And... and to be fair that's the way Latrell plays and he plays on an on a on a a very very thin line where things can go wrong or they can be a really big play for his side unfortunately this week it's gone terribly wrong for him but you know if if we're talking about consistency and all the fans and players and coaches we always talk about consistency in these rulings that's that's a clear cut send off a clear cut send off mm. i think everyone talk- watching the game knew that
1: yeah, we obviously we're concerned with the health of Joey Marno. He's had the surgery, but, yes. Matt, you have expressed an opinion and an educated opinion about Latrell Mitchell. Like, where he's at in his career right now, you actually – you know, he can go one of two ways. He controls his own integrity, his own image, and he's got to paddle his own canoe after Friday night, I reckon, doesn't he, Matty? Mm.
2: Yeah, look, um, Vossi, it's – the shame is, like, the the Joey Marno thing, you know, He's going to be lost. Uh, I mean, his impact on the Roosters was almost that of James Tedesco, what he was doing through that middle of the field. And so this is now a bridge too far for the Roosters if it wasn't early before. For for Latrell, it's the sh- it's a shame because he'd had such an incredible season. And there was a I, I You know, Wayne in the press conference is always pretty coy, but Wayne had that look about him because this, this was Wayne's... Big chance. This was what he's been building for in his whole time at the at the Rabbitohs, and in a flash, that's put that in you know extreme doubt. Yeah, Latrell, as Smithy says, he plays right on the edge, and when you go in like like we've seen GI do those kinds of tackles, you know, fullback breaks through and he just rushes and wham. But he he gets it right when you go for those high impact, high speed tackles it's just, you know, it's it's a matter of inches and it can just go horribly wrong. And in a flash, two of the best players in the competition, season over. it's yeah. a um, He leaves a hole in that side, Luttrell. They just can't
1: fill. All right. What happened after it then? Um, Trent Robinson's press conference. Now, I've said right from the top of the show this morning, he didn't just double down. He He then doubled down after that. Then he pushed all his chips in. He has basically said incompetent to the point of may as well get rid of it. Now, Trent <laughs> yeah. Robinson will be fined. He will be fined. But in the pub test, if you went out and surveyed <laughs> fans, yeah. would he
0: cop any fine? Cameron. No. Of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't, Vossi. And I think we'd all agree with that because um, that that's just that is a, a build up of frustration. Uh, for Robbo, uh, over a very long season, which he's had to put up with a lot of challenges um, around his side with you know a couple of retirements early. But you know, I think his players have been on the wrong side of some foul play throughout this, this, this season a fair few times. And he pointed that out through um, his press conference. And it, it, it's got to the point where I think he's just had enough. And mm. you know, I know more than likely you know, he'll receive a fine this week from the NRL. But... Oh, you know, I think personally, Maddie, I reckon he got yeah. the green light. I reckon he got the green light before he went yeah. in there from, from his, you know, from front office at the Roosters to say, mate, yep. get in there and stick up for your players and, and our club. No doubt. No doubt, Smithy. And,
2: look, he, here's the thing, my take on it, Vossie, He is 100% right in everything he said. Everyone agrees with him. I think that if he'd have just spoken about the bunker, I reckon the fine would have been 10 grand. But the mm-hmm. fact he named Henry Paranaro, you know, even though it was Henry there, but the fact that he named Henry, I think will elevate the fine even more. Um, but he's right. There's no, look, there's, there's no doubt about it. You know where I said I've said for a long time, I'm not a fan of the bunker in any way, shape or form. A lot of times it's, it's a matter of... You know, as far as foul play uh, is concerned, you can have a you can have another referee out in the box who can just have a glance. But as far as going to the referees for for tries and and replays and things like that, I think the game is better without it. So, and I think the other night was evidence of it.
1: Well, I think I think the fight... look, I, and I'm just basing it on what's happened previously. And the other issue was that he did, and, and inference is the same as accusing if you yep. infer that the Roosters are, are, are refereed different to other sides, you are yeah, targeted. inferring there is bias, mm. I think you might get up to a 50K fine. It could yeah, be that right. big. Because he already had the 10,000 suspended and all of that sort of thing. They, well, it'll certainly be 20, 20 to 30. Uh, yeah. So that's yep. going to happen. And he's, and he's a smart man. And he knows what he said. No, he that's what right. he said, And he didn't hold back. He didn't hold back. Now, can I lighten it up just a little bit, go from that serious issue... God. To pulling hair and grabbing hair, <laughs> mm. Maddie, you saw it yesterday. Joe Stimson on Marty to Powell. This is a this wasn't an issue in the game, you know. Twenty years, well, Kerry Hempley had long hair, but I mean, going back into the the first 60, 70 years of the competition, this was never an issue. But when a bloke has braids down to his backside, and a player reaches round the back to grab the jersey, and just for a split second grabs a bit of hair, it can't be a penalty, can it, Matty?
2: Well, not if it's an accident. Do you remember the old days? That were like when Rex Mossett would commentate, and a player would go out there with hair, sort of down toward his collar, and Rex mm-hmm. would just basically say, "Well, if you're going to have hair like that, it's a license <laughs> to pull it." That's what he used to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, now Rex, because Rex was a dual international, and he said, "Yeah, the rules used to be in the rucks and malls." Uh, If it's got stitches on it, uh, rake it back. If it's got hair on it, stomp on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What a a lesson in life. What a beautiful, beautiful saying. Uh, Talking about sayings, we had Ben Elias on the program before 7.30 this morning. We all love Betty and... And the Port Macquarie Pearl has texted in, Vossi, you can't help but love Benny. He is the king of the mixed metaphor. In fact, I think he metaphors mixes. He even started with one today. He said to me, top of the town to you, Vossi, rather than top of the morning. (laughs) And the Port Macquarie Pearl said, my other favourites, the war of nutrition was a favourite. These two sides are fighting out a war of nutrition. And you have to have te- <laughs> Cameron, I don't think you've heard this one. You have to have testicle fortitude. <laughs> What's another one? Oh, there's so many. The carrot uh, at the end of the rainbow. There's just so many sayings. A la carte. Carte. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Eric Gross uh, Jr. ran down the sideline, a la carte, his dad. <laughs> great moments. He's one of a kind, Eddie. <laughs> How, oh, good, Matty. Wow. How good! How good! You have got to get him on the show again soon, haven't you, buddy oh, On Fox League, get back definitely. On. Just let him and yep. rate his top ten all time because you've got about yep. fifty nominations. <laughs> fifty nominations, <laughs> Fellas, We'll have your top three in this oh. uh, in this hour of the program from the weekend, and that may be all good. It might be some of the controversy out of the moments as well. I do need to pin you down right now, mm. as at the end of round twenty four who plays the grand final who wins now cameron obviously there's a there's a foot in the melbourne camp but, <laughs> but so i got to word it a little differently to you now are you okay. as confident this week about <clears throat> melbourne winning the competition as you were last week <clears throat>
0: um I'm still confident. I'm still confident. Yeah, I'm still confident. as confident I, I,
1: was the question,
0: Mr. Speaker. Well, sorry, Answer sorry, sorry. Question. As as confident. <laughs> look, the, the confidence has taken a, a little knock, Vossie. Okay, but uh, but I still feel as though they are, you know, the best, if not, you know, in the top two in the competition, along with Penrith. I, I I still feel as though they are. They, you know, looking over their past month, they 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 probably haven't. Well, they definitely haven't been at their best. But um, the one thing that I know about you know, the storm and particularly Craig Bellamy and his coaches, he'll he'll have them up and ready to go after you know their performance on the weekend. He was extremely disappointed with the way they played and particularly the effort that they had in Felice Cafusi's hundred and fiftieth game. We all know the importance that he puts on milestone matches down there uh, in Melbourne, but um he'll have them an up, up and firing again so
1: still Melbourne Penrith for well, you. Yeah for me
0: for me clear cut it's it's Melbourne okay. Penrith.
1: Matty, have you got any different feeling after the weekend? I mean, Manly now are sitting fourth. Could run into Melbourne Mm. week one if it's 1v4. Look, Melbourne could drop the game this week against Cronulla resting players. Penrith, Mm. it could be Penrith-Manly first week of the finals. What's your thoughts? What's going to be the final two and who wins?
2: I think it'll be... uh, Look, I think it'll be Uh, Penrith-Manly. Sorry, Um, Penrith-Melbourne. Vossi... You know, you know, I've been saying on here from, from the North Queensland game six weeks ago onwards, I've seen their football decline Melbourne. And I don't think it's been, I think it's been collectively it's um, declining. You know, different players each week, that, that ill discipline has just seeped into the side. And a loss was coming. Now, the loss was either going to happen against Parramatta or it was going to happen against week one of the finals or it might have happened grand final day, but the loss was coming. They weren't going to go all the way through and win the competition. They weren't playing good enough. And I don't think I don't think there's a... When Cameron was in the side, without embarrassing Cameron, when Cameron was in the side, they didn't need to lose to improve. But this is a younger play group, and I believe that this side needed to have... They've had the loss they needed to... To have and and they missed Cameron the other night out there because you know there's been talk of that oh mate look they've won twenty in a row but you know when you get to the big games this is where they're going to miss Cameron and mm. the ability well I spoke before about stabilising a side who's a little bit off the rails and and this is a real big test for Cameron Munster now as being you know and being a senior player out there and a senior playmaker is when things aren't going right getting getting you know get get everyone back on course. And uh, you know, I think the other night was just an example of where 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 the game where their game was going. I think they're playing too sideways. I think they've got to start to centralise their attack a little bit again, particularly these days with the six again rule. You know, centralise the attack. And the other thing is they've been experimenting with the spine. I, I still maintain I prefer Nico starting and perhaps coming off the bench because I just think he he gives bigger impact. And you can't start Harry Grant and, and Brandon Smith. Again, you put one on the bench because when, you when you've put got them both out there, if Brandon goes to middle running forward and Harry comes on, it just gives the side another gear. All righty.
1: Eddie so. Johns and Cameron Smith here on Breakfast with Vossie. We need to take a break. Sports bet prices coming up. And you can ask your questions as well as the boys on 0457 736 736. Alrighty, get ready for a, uh, a very interesting last half hour of the program on a Monday morning. Cameron Smith, Matty John's in good form and our listeners ready to buy in with a whole bunch of questions. We've got prizes to give away from Stuff and Chemist Warehouse as well. The Stuff packs are good. Uh, perfect for Father's Day. We can get it out to you or uh, you can uh, log on and, and get the stuff packs yourself, These stuff bundles, making guys become better men. In Chemist Warehouse, uh, a voucher to give away for $50 in the last half hour of the program. And we are here for Chemist Warehouse. You can shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. Um, uh, Lorraine's got in touch with us, boys, from Emu Plains. She says, boys, our first night in England was at... Is it pronounced Piddle Rentide? And my husband did a, you know what, in the Piddle River. It was a very small river. Love it. Lorraine, <laughs> oh, go.
2: I thought she was going to say, uh, I had a few drinks and
1: did it in the closet. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you, Lorraine, for sharing that. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how you say that one. If Piddle Piddle Trentide. Anyway, it's a silly little name. Uh, there's plenty of places oh. like that. Uh, boys, you've got your top threes ready to go from the weekend, so let's kick off the last half hour with that.
0: And now on breakfast with
1: Vossi, the top three. Yes, I need an intro to make it official. Cameron Smith, you away from the batting mm. with your top three from the weekend.
0: Okay, no particular order. Vossi. number one, Parramatta. They're back. Mm. They yeah. are back. Uh, how well did they play, really? Like I haven't seen them play that well for I reckon three months, that, and that, and that's and I'm being honest. There, they 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 showed the form that they showed us in the first you know six, six to eight weeks. So it's great for Parramatta fans that they've they've promised so much in uh, the early parts of this season. But good to see them back and against you know the, the team that was running first and and they were, they were searching for twenty in a row, so they've come out and spoiled the party for the Storm there. Nathan Cleary, uh, youngest ever player – oh, sorry, second youngest player to reach 1,000 points, Vossie. I know 1, you're, a, you're, a big, you're a big stat man, so yes. um, that's a good one. Uh, I got uh, that's one, that's one better one. than that, Cameron. I think I got one what? better.
1: But uh, it's really? your top three. Oh, Reuben okay. Anyway. Yeah. Oh,
0: Rube's, <laughs> Yeah, well done. Oh, 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 oh. He's been in my top three uh, before. Reuben, 100 goals for his point, and 20 tries scoring. in a
1: season. First player ever. Is that home. the first time ever? 100 goals in the 20-try double.
2: It's been a season of records.
1: <laughs> Better revise your top Eggers. three, there, Cameron. Um, <laughs> it's your top three. Away you go. All right, we'll
0: all right. Um, and number three, Ruben Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully done.
2: <laughs>
0: there you go, Maddie. That, that uh, very good. How uh, many your top three? From yeah, the well, I've
2: got I've gone. None of the record breakers. I, I you know, I. Um, so I look. I've gone. I've gone. Tommy did. Tom Dearden, his first win, but he was really, really good. You could see from the first couple of sets that he went Mm -hmm. out there with a real, decided to play aggressive, played really decisive, and he showed Mm -hmm. a lot of class in their uh, win over the Dragons. Uh, Junior Polo, I think he symbolised the elevation Mm -hmm. effort from Parramatta. Watching Parramatta, you know, as Smithy said, it's the best to play for a long time. There was a... Like, you've got to play with a, a degree of emotion. And I think Parramatta, that's what went out of their football. They looked a little tired. It doesn't matter what tactics you use. If you, if you aren't buoyed by enthusiasm and emotion, it just doesn't matter. And, look, it's going to be boring here, but he, get, he, gets, he gets my three points for a totally different reason than he has in previous weeks, is Tom travojevic And the reason I've gone with Tom is that it's just such a great example in perseverance because his first half by his standards were were poor come up with a couple of errors they were they were handling him really well the bulldogs went out there in the second half and just persevered and persevered and persevered and end up just basically it was like just firing at a brick wall end up breaking through and scored three tries it was just mm-hmm. incredible and he didn't Great. play brilliant like he wasn't you know mesmerizing and brilliant he just played tough and so it was incredible yeah. he and Schuster's combination are a beauty
0: Does he win the the Dalian boys, do you think? He's got three points every game. He's
1: played just about, Cameron. He might just win it Mm. by a space. He's missed the start of the season, and he might win it by a long way. He hasn't picked up any twos or ones. They've all been threes. No. Yeah, that's right. Now, here's a question for you, fellas, from Sharon of Wyoming on the text, and it's in relation to Parramatta. High, Goat, and Moat, or Matt. Did Parramatta just play their grand final this week? Do they have it in them to do that to the Panthers this week? Sharon says in brackets. I think no way. So mm. she so is saying that's it. It's a one well, only shot from Parramatta. Yep. Have you seen it before, Cameron? That you know, so well, yeah. so so big it, that it, it, it might be just a one night stand, so to speak.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, I think um, it's a good question because uh, you know, listening to Brad Arthur's press conference, you know, they, they were certainly up for that match. They uh, they really enjoy playing against Melbourne. Um, <clears throat> so it's not a hard one to get up for. I'd suggest that it's not hard to get up to play Penrith, too, boys, mm. these days, okay. You know, yeah, like considering, what... Mm. yeah, considering, um, you know, obviously, you know, first of all, location, the Western Derby, as you said, uh, you know, Penrith being uh minor premiers last year, you know, they're they're they're, they're certainly a team that you should be getting up for, and if Parramatta. If Parramatta want to do anything in the competition this year and, and try and get to the grand final, then they need to perform. They need to put those mm. type of performances in back-to-back. Yeah. They need to be able to put some runs together of those type of... It, it's, there's no use. There is no use at all getting up one week and then just having a, having an absolute Barry Crocker the next. Mm.
1: Ahead it's of your question. Answer, Maddie, we'll send out the Chemist Warehouse yeah. voucher to Sharon of Wyoming, a $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. Uh, coming your way? It's a very good question. So yes. have they then turned their corner, Matty? Like in one game, are they back? Is basically well, another right. be- way of putting because, the mate, question to
2: you. Like I said, mate, they dipped into the well of emotion to get themselves mm. up. And it's easy to do that when, you know, everyone's writing you off. No yeah. one gives you a chance. That is that that is a luxury going into a big game because you can see the way that that galvanised the team. Mm. So this week, everyone will be saying, well, Parramatta are back. Right? And that's for them... Now, this is a totally different mindset. And it's about, as Smoothie said, it's about backing that up, having the same effort again, because it's going to be a difficult one because Penrith were disappointing yesterday. Penrith were disappointing. Like, watching Nathan. Nathan, you know, coughed up four or five balls at full time. They asked him, and he said, oh, mate, don't know what was going on with my handling. Kicked two out on the full. And so he mm. was an example of how Penrith were down. They're going to, they'll, be, they'll be back up this week. They, they yep. might rest one or two, but they'll be back up. So it's a mm. really big test for Parramatta.
1: And we know Clinton Gutherson won't be up for Parramatta this week. He will be rested from the final round. Now, this one from the green keeping Rooster. We go from the sublime mm. to the ridiculous. Hi, boys. I saw on Twitter yesterday Taylor Witterstein selling reality rice. Uh, remember we had the uh, Miracle Blanket there the other week for $1,000? Just wondering if you guys are going to buy Taylor Witterstein's Reality Rice for $150 a month. That no, will take well, two to three teaspoons a day for three months to experience the best results. Maddie. you can answer this one. Reality no, Rice, I won't is I will cup of tea? I, I, no. I, I, I won't be. I
2: jumped on eBay yesterday and there was a stereo system for sale. <laughs> Oh,
1: it's amazing. <laughs> we just move on in rugby league, you know, we've had everything, uh, you know. Uh, we had a few of the runners last week, we had sound systems on eBay, then we have high tackles, then we have post match, uh, then we have the so like getting his hair pulled. Rugby uh, league. So, Greenkeeping Rooster, you can have a stuff pack from stuff making guys better uh, men for that question about the reality rice. So, what, have it, a what stuff is the pack
0: reality rice meant to do, Vossy?
1: Cameron, I have no bloody idea. I have have no idea. What does the miracle blanket do? Apparently, the miracle blanket you put over your your invoices or you put over your mortgage and it pays your mortgage. But only for $1,000. That's a bargain. Well done. What an investment. All right. uh, Referee of the week is coming up in a moment. That's a big one. But before we go to a break, there's a little bit of Melbourne hate here, Cameron, from uh, Luke. Hang on a minute. Uh, says, can you ask yeah. Cameron Smith what he thought of Melbourne's slowing tactics on the weekend? Why do the referees no. go soft on them laying all over the ruck? Always astounds no. me. Luke is fired up.
0: No, no that's on? not true. There's no way the Storm will be trying to slow down the ruck at all. No. Come on.
1: Please, Luke. There's your answer, Luke, Luke. There you go. Please. You've been putting your place. You've been putting your place. There's another reason why they missed Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke, if I had some reality rice to give away, I'd give it to Luke because he needs, up. He needs a couple of spoonfuls. And just before a break, um, this one. Guys, if you were Wayne Bennett for the last round, would you rest mm. the likes of Walker, Reynolds, Cook, Murray, or play them to build the combination with a new fullback. Now, David Riccio reported after seven this morning. His mail is Reynolds mm. and Cook are going to be rested for the final round. Not the other two, mm. but Reynolds and Cook will be rested. So that's your half and your hooker. Do you think yeah. there has to be a change of plan, Matty, given the fullback's out? The fullback's gone.
2: <laughs> oh, Vossie. <sighs> I would say no, I'd go with the plan mm. I'd, I'd be resting Cody as well I'd be going to the players and say hey listen The side we're going to pick boys, if we can just get out there and pre- the, the, Winning and losing doesn't matter Let's just put in a good performance We're going to rest the legs of some of these guys and Yeah Yeah. I think he'll stick to the script um, I don't think a loss in the last round Will really worry Wayne um, I All think right. he needs something special out of some of these uh, Out of the spine, out of the 7, 6 and 9 mm-hmm. Once they get to uh, the finals
1: All right, and they play the Dragons, uh, the Rabbitohs, in the final round. The Dragons were the beneficiaries last year when Melbourne rested all those players Mm. and the Dragons had a win... In the final round. All right, boys, we need to take a break. Uh, we're here for Chemist Warehouse. The referee of the round coming up has ever been around with a winner. I don't know. Cameron Smith, it's going to be highly controversial. We're thinking of bringing in a bunker official of the week too, a second oh, no. to workshop <laughs> maybe for next year, Cameron. No. Put a bit of heat on you. <laughs> with, yeah, with you got massage from prize. Trent Robinson. <laughs> yes, <okay. laughs> An ear massage. It is 17 and a half minutes tonight for Chemist Warehouse with Cameron Smith and Matty Johns just on the BMW Championship on the US PGA Tour. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Cantlay, third hole of a sudden death playoff. They just cleared the field in the mm. last round. Now, before we hear Cameron Smith, the referee of the round, I want to throw in an AFL story to you because it's a big yarn. Toby Green from mm. the Giants and the bump with the umpire referred straight to the tribunal. Um, yep. And it's a no-go in rugby league, any sort of contact. And this one appeared... It could have been avoided. We are in the finals and people say, well, you know, what costs you a final? Is that a fine offence or it has to be matches? Contact with an official of this kind. I go to Cameron Smith on Mm. that. Because there are instances (laughs) in rugby league where, you know, you give the referee a pad or, you know, there is slight contact. But this one was, was a little more.
0: Yeah, it was a bit more than a tap, wasn't it? He sort of walked through him. Um, and you know, like I've, 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 I've actually made contact with the referee before to, to sort of bring his attention to something. And it's more of like, Hey, on the shoulder or, you know, on the back of the shoulder or something, mate, what about this? Or I'd like to talk to him, but it's, it's a difficult one because you don't want to promote that at, at all, you know, because there's so many young guys, young boys and girls watching uh, these sports being played, and anytime there's contact with a referee, that it just it filters down. What they see on TV, what they see their heroes doing, it filters down, and, and they replicate it. They replicate what they see on TV in their junior football. You see it on the weekend with all the try celebrations and all this type of stuff. They're doing what their heroes do. So, at no stage can we promote it. The the, the mm. difficult thing about it with um, this Toby Green one is there, there's been there's been some incidents in the past where other players have made contact with umpires and they've got away with a fine. So does the rule need to be black and white and say any contact made um, with with an umpire or referee, there's a suspension, or or do you take it case by case? I guess that's the question that needs to be asked.
1: Well, they get an opportunity to send out the message. That point you make is a salient one. The first one, Cameron, Mm. Matty, quick one on that. Do do you miss matches for contact with an official of, of this kind?
2: Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Because, you know, and I re- you know, they say you just can't touch a referee. So oftentimes, I've thought about that. Too. You know, why is that such a black and white rule? It is because it takes out the mm-hmm. um, uh, the argument for someone saying, "Oh no, I just leant over and just give him a bit of." Yeah. You know, There was nothing in it, so that's mm-hmm. why that was taken out. I reckon it's, it's missing games. You know, it's you can't, you you cannot. Um, Yeah, it's 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 diminishing respect of an authority figure who's trying to
1: control the game, you
2: know. He just can't Mm.
1: do it. You said the AFL... Mm. Sorry, Matt, I'll throw into you. Davos quickly got on the text and he's talking about if you bump into a referee on the field. He's asked, what would Cameron do if a player bumped into him on the field? (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> good, good. On good on you, Dave. They won't let it go. will they, Kevin? they won't let it go. Maddie's yeah. making a really serious point. Kevin's I'd inform That's the referee. In in I'd Devo inform Brin the referee,
0: good. and the referee would put him in the bin for ten. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you
1: go.
0: Good Spot on listens. you, Dave.
2: <laughs> Maddie, they won't let him go. Will they? Mate, could I? Could I just bring up a different point? We mentioned AFL. This is my opportunity to go into the world of soccer here for a second. Now, mm-hmm. of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. Is off yes. to Manchester United, two hundred and sixty million dollar transfer gone across there. Now, you might remember about six weeks ago, the Manchester City flirted with the idea of bringing Lionel Messi to Manchester. Can you imagine mm. oh. Manchester in Manchester if there was a Man City that had been Messi and Manchester United Ronaldo, which was oh. it was perilously close to happening. That would be. Oh, man, that would just about be the biggest story in the last decade of world sport. Yeah, yep. and,
1: and Lionel uh, Messi's made his taboo uh, this morning mm. for PSG off the bench. You're paying him 60 yeah, billions and you've started him off the bench. Hey, who is the referee of the round? Let's go to the intro. Have
0: mm. well, we got it? We can't have the segment is without me. No. Right, can... Oh, here we go. Here we go. And now, on Breakfast with Vossi, Cameron Smith's referee of the round. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well Matty, this is very tough. This is very tense. good pressure on Cameron this morning. Referee of the round.
0: All right. The uh, it's Fingers the competition crossed. is heating up. I think there's there's maybe two or three mm. heading into yeah, the last round, be. uh equal. Um yeah. but I'll tell you what, I think this bloke has earned his first referee of the round for uh for the year. And that goes to Goffy, Peter Goff.
1: Peter Goff. <laughs>
0: Smoky. Yeah, Referee referee re, yeah smoky. Well he yeah. he was paying this he was paying the same as Parawore to beat uh, Melbourne to pick up this award this week but uh yeah. he 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 ref, he refereed the uh, the Dragons v Cowboys Brown Park uh the mm. famous Brown Park, Matty cool. uh, up in Rocky. Cool. Yep. And uh I actually gave him my vote half on his performance and half on his on his mustache. Yep. Yep. outstanding. Oh, nice. nice. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah the poor Trish, my wife,
0: my wife actually said, have a look at
2: this referee. It looks like Ned Flanders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was interesting.
2: I was up making lunch and she was watching the TV. How things have changed.
0: <laughs>
2: she was watching the football. Uh,
0: uh, uh, sort of watered down the integrity
1: of the award there and a the special moment for, for the young referee, Goff. But anyway. Um, no, I was wrapping
0: his looks. I was no, rapping were, his well, looks, yeah, yeah, bossy. Sure. Then, Matty, yeah. Outstanding.
1: All-day socks, you called him Ned Flanders. Uh, All-day socks mm. by Underworks pass every comfort test. Uh, you can pick up a pair and test them for yourself. Pull your socks up. A nomination, Cameron, have you got one for the weekend? Someone who has to pull their socks up.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just going to go to the bunker. I've got mm. the bunker. Just simple as that, mate. Uh, yeah. I think um, leading, we're, we're one week away from the finals. Let's. Mm. We, yeah. Unfortunately, we talk about this every year, but let's just hope they don't have a huge influence on some results. Um, mm. Hard to get in and, and around these fighting. final system, eh?
1: They have no socks to pull up. Just mm. after the weekend, pull your socks up, Matty. A nomination.
2: Dragons. Um, mm. Ever since the, you know, the situation with the you know the part the uh, the COVID party, they've just fallen apart. We've got some really good young players. That Tyrell Sloane's terrific player, but come on, boys. Last game, pick uh, pick yourselves up a little bit.
1: All right, well done, fellas, for underworks. Pull your socks up. We do that every Monday morning. Cameron Smith and Matty Johns. Let's hope that. Maddie from for Sydney, lockdown ends and we can start travelling overseas and go to place like Sandy Balls Holiday Village. That's my <laughs> yeah. goal. What about yours? <laughs> yeah. 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 Word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Balls,
1: here we come. Cameron Smith, Matty John, see you next week. See you, boys. See
0: you, later.